Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Awakenings. Hi, you newbie, newcomers, new subscribers. Great to have you here. And those of you that are returning, always great to connect with all of you. If you're new to the program, I'm your host, your pilot, Michelle Mache, and we've got the co-pilots, cohorts, co-hosts in the chat room, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Um, hello, all that are getting into the chat. Uh, chat room, they're also um, not getting off audio on my PC. Yeah, check and see if there's audio. Make sure I'm getting audio, please. They're also my sound engineers, kind of how it goes with winging, and I'm using a new mic, so hopefully that's good. I'm listening by phone. Okay, I hope you guys, if you can't hear me in the chat, go ahead and either um, refresh or reboot. Sometimes when I log in early, um, I don't know what happens, but it, I don't know if it's like a freezing in the chat or whatever. Woohoo, Tammy, Lars got sound. Yay. Yeah, always if you're listening in the chat and you can't hear, um, always refresh your browser. And if that doesn't work, go ahead and reboot it. In other words, close the browser and open it again. That should um, do it. If you have questions in the chat, that's great. Just type them in. Or if you do have questions, comments, or you'd like a reading, that number is 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad. Okay, so we've got a great guest coming on at the second half of the program, Aura Nadrich, and uh, we're going to be talking mindfulness and living authentically. If you want to check her out, auranadrich.com, O-R-A-N-A-D-I-C-H.com, Rich, O-R-A-N-A-D-R-I-C-H.com, or thelift.org. You know, people like to check out the guests. Hey, Angie, welcome. Welcome everyone getting into the chat, getting settled in. Got a new moon in Virgo on Friday. That means that uh, it's a good time for planning, getting things together, working on the health stuff. If you've got health stuff happening or just getting more into a health regime. I've been staying in the canyon, so I'm really feeling pretty, um, well, I always feel pretty healthy, but <laughs> truth be told. Uh, but I just did an amazing hike this morning, and Yoshi's by my feet. She's doing better. Thank you all for your prayers and your healing light energy and well wishes. Uh, she's doing much, much better. So got her for a bit longer, and I'm just so appreciative and grateful for that. 
So I did want to um, let everybody know if you have guest suggestions or topic suggestions or email questions, if you want me to answer things on air, best place to do it, to put it, is the Awakenings Community page on Facebook, the public group. I love the interaction. We've got a lot of great people in that group or community that post what they're going through in their awakening process, healing process, empowerment process, their soul alignment, a lot of great metaphysicians, astrologers, you know, intuitive psychics, tarot readers in there, artists. Really about soul expression, but it's not it's not I don't want it to be spammy. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to be on this show, I'm doing this, or come to this workshop. It's really about sharing what you're going through. And, of course, you can share that kind of stuff, too, as long as it's done in a way that you're engaging people, truly connecting, sharing, true true sharing, true engaging. So that's a great place. And also you can email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And the producer, some of you know, Sadie, will forward the uh, questions or topic suggestions or feedback, comments. Some of you like questions read on air, and um, I'm more than happy to do that. It just, uh, there we go. I love that, Tammy. Relational sharing is the best. Yes, that's it. Relational sharing. You don't want to be like, you know, like just like a megaphone in our ear. You know, I. I had somebody the other day, and, and some people have done, friends of mine, acquaintances and friends of mine, that are now sending me and my Instagram, you know, messages, and then also my personal text, their workshops or whatever they're doing. And it's just like this, you know, press release. And I'm like, uh-oh, I got to nip that in the butt. Because that's like, that, that's not cool, guys. You know, we don't want to be constantly with a megaphone. But I like what... um Tammy in the chat is saying relational sharing because it builds and nurtures community. Yeah, we want to share, hey, I've got this going on or I'm doing this or I did this kind of work and this is, you know, I've had this great result or I'm now doing this or, you know, I don't mind people saying you want to get an astrology reading with me or I'm doing this workshop, but not just like an advertising spammy way just where you're just posting stuff and there's no interaction or nobody knows who you are yet in the community. So it's a very empowering place to be. Uh, join us. Come connect with us further. Again, it's just called Awakening on Facebook. Of course, you can always connect with me on my Insta and other Facebook profile page as well on Twitter. Or again, all things awakenings, awakenings podcast at gmail.com. And I always repeat this because days, weeks, or months later, or just by the off chance, I'm checking, you know, or, or one of my assistants is, you know, checking um, on Facebook, you know, and we'll see some interaction or some questions. And it's just too much to check everything everywhere. So it's just easy to funnel it into one place and one or two people have eyes on it, and then it's forwarded to me. It just keeps it much more simple. And then our our interactions can just be much more, as Tammy put in the chat, relational, right? I love it. So let's get to, we've got a couple questions here. Um, And I love it. You know, I always wait for email questions that are similar in nature to talk about them. And Brendan was writing, I'm seeing a lot, of the 
below numbers. I'll tell you what the numbers are quite regularly. Wanted to know if you could tell or interpret what my guides are trying to communicate with me. I also wanted to let you know how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. They always are on time and resonate immensely with the energies that I'm experiencing. Yay! So happy about that. So Brendan's been seeing one 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 eleven 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 ten ten. Oh, these are powerful numbers. Uh, ten ten twelve twelve two 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 three 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 four 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 five five five. Okay, so eleven eleven and one eleven are what we call galactic numbers. Those numbers are about adjusting. They're like a chiropractic adjustment or cranial sacral for your body-mind system, but it's specifically your etheric body or energetic body. When you start, and it also is to show you you're on the right track or you're on the right path, you know, and you're going to, especially when you're seeing 1111 or 111, usually you're going to start attracting people that are more like-minded. Some of you have heard my story when, um, one of the years that I was really modeling a lot, um, and I was traveling, you know, all over the country and then all over the, the uh, world, I kept meeting people that were awakening to this 11-11, and they were not necessarily, quote, unquote, spiritual or metaphysical or metaphysicians, um, but they just had kept seeing the number. And I remember I lived on in 11-11, and I was Dearborn. I was, well, I was based there. I was, I was based there while I was modeling. And I was in uh, the 11, on the 11th floor. I was in condo apartment 1111. And then I met a dear friend who's still a friend to this day and helped, helped me on my path um, in some of my opening with body work and other kinds of work. And then I used to do a lot of workshops and seminars that uh, she was a part of as well. And she was across the street in her apartment was 111. And I believe she, yeah, her apartment was 111. And then an agent that I had gotten with in Atlanta, he kept seeing 1111 and we talked about it. And then we went out with a group of people and like three or four people out of five or six had been seeing 1111. So I was seeing it everywhere. So that is, you know, that frequency, that number is something is greatly changing in your life. You're really getting more on the soul path and you're getting attuned to that, attuned to listen more to them. And I was already psychic, you know, I'm just like, I was still when I was modeling, I was uh, doing healing work and psychic work and, you know, the natural psychic, born psychic. So I was still, but there was, a, there's always that next level to go to, that next level of entombment. It's also the number about uh, synchronicity. Oh, my God, and it's 11 right now. Oh, no, it's 12-12 right now, which I'll get to that. Um, now, 12-12, by the way, you can go to my website, Soul Play, it's worth it. Go to my website, soulplayground.life. And I actually have a blog post on 111 and 1111 and 1212. Now, 12-12 is a very interesting, that has to do with the synthesizing of energy. So something is being synthesized. It's just like with the astrology chart, okay? That's another good way to look at it is, you know, you have all 12 signs, but when you get to that 12th house, or if you focus on the 12th house, there's an integration that's taking place, right? So usually when you're seeing that 12-12, something is being integrated within you, within your life experience, within your, your learnings, your lessons. Um, you're completing something. 
And the 1212 means that a new you is about to emerge. Now, Brendan's also saying that he's seeing 1010, and 1010 brings huge changes into your life, turning point. Now, many people right now are at a time where you don't know what's coming next. You feel big changes, but they're not there yet, and you're being forced to stay very much in the moment. You know, I, I've been in that place, and especially with Yoshi, you know, health not doing well, and, you know, her having to have a surgery, and, you know, I've been taking to the cardiologist, I've been taking to the vet, and medication, and, you know, she's been, uh, she's sleeping through the night, but before she wasn't, it was like having a newborn, you know, where she'd sleep two or three hours, and then up, and then anxiety, and I call her my little geriatric fur baby, you know, geriatric n- newborn. So many of you are going to be finding that there's things that you're going through that are keeping you so in the moment. And this is because we're going to be living and we're actually starting to live less and less by linear time and more into what I call divine timing or divine right timing metaphysically. You know, a lot of people, divine timing or divine right timing, which moves us into synchronistic timing, that things are happening not so much by a linear time frame of past, present, future, or if I do X, Y, and Z, that takes a day or a week or two weeks or six weeks. It could take that or it could take longer. It depends on your level of alignment on the soul level because this is about the soul coming through and, and becoming the personality so that our personality is our, more and more our soul, less our ego, and definitely less our living from the wounding. This doesn't mean we don't do inner work or people won't get wounded, but we won't be living from that. You know, there'll be a different way of processing and moving through that brings more into the higher mind of living more in the meditative state, right? So if you are seeing 1010, that means you are undergoing deep change. And that deep change is going to manifest on the earth plane physically. could be within the body material circumstances, moving, divorce, getting married, going in a completely new direction. What is happening for many people in this part of the awakening and the, the, which is called the, where we're in the converging flow and soul alignment, the converging flow just means that everything's happening all at once. And that, that ascension is ascending beyond the extremes of duality, going into more that middle way or middle path. So as more of our soul comes through, we begin to not only manifest differently, but draw in different, differently, different experiences. And so we move more and more out of ego or egoic timing or considerations and more in divine timing. So many of you have heard me talk about divine timing a lot or divine right timing, as it's called metaphysically, spiritually or from spiritualist, it's divine timing. And you can say, well, then it's in my higher self's hands or it's out of my hands. It's in God's hands. It's it's the universal timing. It's, you know, the universe's timing. Things cannot be pushed or rushed. We can't make them happen. And they can't happen just by our little will. It has to be connected to divine will. Uh, Preet, hello Preet, it's in the chat I get all of those and 333 is the most powerful 333 
And um, okay, so two 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 three 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 four 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 five five five. But four four four. If you're seeing four four four, usually you're going through challenging times, and that's to let you know that your angels are there, your spirit team, uh, your guardian angels are there. Um, Uriel, especially the main ones, Uriel, Raphael, um, Gabriel, and who cuts away things, helps us destroy or move out of what's no longer needed or necessary or holding us back. And Michael, he who is like God, that's what Michael or Michelle means in Latin, begins, to, it's a healing energy, but begins to bring you an empowerment. Uriel is also healing, um, as well as Raphael. Uh, Uriel opens you up to your gifts. Raphael helps in healing and also in relationship. Gabriel, again, cuts away what's holding you back from that. Um, 222 usually means that you're getting more of your soul tribe. Same as 333. 333 has a lot to do with your spiritual gifts, creativity, self-expression, and putting yourself out there in a soul way, so through the soul. 222, you can look for new relationships, new soulmates, connecting more to your soul tribe and your soul wave, the soul wavelength of your being. So as you can see, these are great, um, and it's all the angelic realm that's helping, the spirit team, the spirit helpers, specifically the angelic realm, and they're making themselves more known. Then we've also got 555. Now, I'm just touching on these because we have another question and I want to get on to callers. 555 has to do with huge change as well, big change, um, and new pathways or new directions. Now, 555, the difference between that and 1010, 10-10 is a turning point, is a fork in the road, you know, or you go through a certain door and you come back and you're never the same. It's like a complete shift in awareness and consciousness. It's like a new aspect or part of you is coming through. And, you know, this is, this is the place of someone I don't know, the attorney that all of a sudden becomes a musician and goes on tour, you know, uh, or somebody gives up everything and goes and lives in the Himalayas or Portugal, right? It's big. It's a lifestyle change. 5-5 five, five or 5-5-5 five, five, five or 4-5, there's a lot of incremental change. It means that you're going to be going through a lot of transition in your life and change, and also a lot of new people will come, be coming into your life. 1010 puts you into new, new people can come in, but it's mostly you're going to be in new environments, you know, different environments, and therefore meet different people. But you're definitely attracting differently. 555, it's what, you know, we've all had it when you go through a lot of change and you're like, wow, or or a lot of ups and downs, or new people are coming in and out. 1010 brings an area of stability, though 555 eventually brings stability, uh, especially when it goes into the 666 or 444. Um, and, again, that 444, it's, again, and you can ask for that sign. That is like you're really being protected, taken care of. That is your spirit team, the angelic realm, the, the archangel saying, we know you're going through a hard time. We feel it. We feel for you. We're here for you. Hold on. Hold on. Have patience, connect with others, do the deep healing work, do nurturing. 
And 333 is that freeing up creatively. That means new projects and new ideas are coming in. Let's see. Okay. So now we had a question from Walter. Hey, Michelle. Hope all's well with you and Yoshi. Yes, much better. Thank you. I was wondering if you would one day show on angels. I remember you telling me I have a lot of angels around me, and I find myself feeling more and more curious about angels and the angel realm. I have two set of tarot cards that I use. However, I'm always drawn to my angel tarot deck. I'm constantly seeing number synchronicities. I've been seeing 1010 a lot more than usual, 333, 444, and 1212. I feel like I should be working with them, and they're trying to connect with me. Yes. I know you're very busy. Never too busy. I uh, appreciate you reading the email. Never too busy. I love that. And I will, Walter and everybody else, I will be getting back to my YouTube channel. Just had to go through this little healing crisis with Yoshi, and it just did not leave any of the extra room for the extra. So, again, look at this. They don't know each other, as far as I know. Uh, these listeners seem 10-10. So a lot of you, especially as we go into 2020, which is 20 is a huge turning point, and then you've got two 20s, 2020. So the year 2020 is bringing huge turning points, not only individually in people's lives, but you're going to see it collectively. You're going to see it on a societal level, a community level, a political level. And it brings in a focus and universal and national, international level, okay? You're going to see it in many arenas that, especially as, when, as Saturn goes into Aquarius and then when Pluto goes into Aquarius, you're going to see individuals rising up, speaking up, moving out, moving the energy, moving forward, and making grassroots viable change at the group level, the community level, the city level, the national, eventually the national level, to affect the national, okay? So I would say those of you that are seeing 1010, it's about being in the right place at the right time. Just be open. Know that you're changing. There's far, again, this could be the person that goes in the office every day and starts doing Reiki, let's say, and they're doing Reiki on their friends and family, but let's say they're an accountant or a secretary or, who knows, a CEO, and then all of a sudden, they integrate a healing practice or Reiki into their, into their work, or they completely quit that and work as a healer, you know, doing Reiki, or they're doing Reiki or energy work or pranic healing in hospitals, you know, or they go to India to uh, work with people. So it's that kind of deep change. Always when you see 1010, there's going to be a change in location and not only what you're drawing in, but some type of move location-wise. It could be your business location or, again, out of one field or arena or from out of one career and into another. And Walter's also seen 444, which we talked about in 1212. So, uh, and 333. So this tells me 1010, for all of you seeing this, Listen to this, how this goes. This is the, the, this is the language of numbers, which is the language of vibrational frequency. And we all are a vibrational frequency. I mean, at some level, people think, oh, we planned this. No, we, it's, <laughs> when you give it closest to source, it's all by frequency, sound, tone. And from that comes the ideas, you know, 
idea in the mind of God, the, emo- the energy and motion of those ideas. But what I'm seeing here, 1010 is the heads up from the archangels from the angelic realm saying deep interchange is happening that's going to affect your outer world, meaning career change, maybe move. This could be the, the person that lives in the city and then all of a sudden they live in the country. And they live in the country, now they've moved to the big city. Okay, some kind of change. Or they lived in a condo, now they live in a barn. You know, or they lived in a barn, now they live in a condo. Or they live in a big house and they live in a small house. You know, it's that kind of thing. Or now they live in a hotel and they just, or a hostel and they travel all over. So it's saying that there's big change. Now, getting that 1010 and then getting 333, that's telling me there's something new in an artistic level or a creative level that wants to come through. And that 333 also has to do with seeking out groups, need to seek out other groups that are connecting you more on a soul level where there's more resonance, coherence, and harmony or harmonization. And 333 specifically has a lot to do with art, music, the soul expression, creativity, drawing, painting, connecting in that way. So self-expression. So something new, a project, something new will be coming through in in a self-expressive way coming from the soul okay and then you've got 444 which again is that protection that you're protected like basically don't freak out where we've got your back we're helping you trust your higher self that's also these numbers a lot of times is when we get them it is a lot about trust faith you're being helped you're being guided it is also called to connect more spiritually, to connect into more of the spiritual aspect of your being and of life. Again, remember numbers, it's about the frequency. It's about the new energy that you're connecting with and recognizing that everything and everyone is interconnected, that you are supported. And again, that 1212, what happens at 1212 all that you've learned, all the healing, all the wounding that's happened, everything gets synthesized into a new expression or creativity. You become, in a way, a new species, and a new you, a new version of you. So I welcome these, I would say, though, and, and anybody else that's listening, if you're seeing these, you're being very, very guided to connect in more spiritually. You know, the, the spirit is the key. I think that's one of the hardest things I have right now with some of my clients is you've got to meditate. You've got to get into the meditative, you know, that's where the answers are. They're not going to come right now from trying to figure things out. You can try to figure things out, but you need to just let that. And really the meditative state needs to be your default state at this point. That's your true nature. And then we can analyze or talk about it or share but really connecting into that meditative state is so key. All right. I hope that brought, um, I'll, I'll do more. I'll share more on this. I just um, hope that brought some insight and understanding to all of you. It's a, it's a bit of an overview. You can see also, right, everyone, by the numbers that you're getting, especially with the last uh, listener question with Walter, there was a sequence. So 1010 is the heads up. Your life is about to blow up. It's about to really change in a big way. 
and we're here to support you. And this is what you need to focus on. Some of you may be writing, it may be journaling, it may be speaking into a voice note, it may be just hearing your own voice to connect more with your authentic self, your authentic being, which is the soul. For many of you, for all of us for sure, it is about living more from the higher self, less from the wounding, less from egoic concern. The higher self is always going to take the ego into account, but it's not being led by that part. It's letting more of the divine in, our divine nature, our true nature. And as we do that more and more, we have more trust. We have more faith. We receive more insight, more messages. We feel the guidance more, and therefore we are guided more. All right, let's get to callers if we can. Let's get to the first caller here. Welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Hey, my name's Nathaniel from California. I was hoping you'd give hey. free readings or messages today. Hi, Nathaniel. Of course. And what uh, what was your question? Did you have a question? A uh, general message from the angels. Okay, let's see, Nathaniel. Hmm. One thing is you're going to start hearing music. I do feel celestial music, and music is the way for you to connect in more. Okay, Nathaniel? Yeah. Um, is that true? true? I've, been play- I've been playing guitar since I was two. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So I feel I feel for you, there's two angels that I'm seeing present. Um I'm also hearing Ariel. Raphael for deep healing. Gabriel, there's cutting away of something, but it's to hear the music, Uriel. You know, it's funny because I'm hearing, I see strings. Now you tell me the guitar. It's almost like a a lute or what is it? Upright, a bass or something. So just connect more with your music. Really focus on your music at this time. That's really going to not only help you, but it uplifts others and it puts this amazing vibrational frequency through sound into the ethers, into the environment. But that's their message for you. So you're gifted with the music and go more in that direction. Do you see any chances for me to make any cash in the the music industry? uh... You can, but I feel you have to, I feel you have to reframe how you're doing it. It it may be, you know, uh, playing at local places, some free, some pass around the, the cup or whatever. It may be also, I feel you need to get more known. So it, it, it may also be that you do things for the public and then you record it and then, you know, put it online as well. But that's definitely the way that you need to go. But there's also some healing. Raphael's coming through and Gabrielle to cut through. There needs to be some healing or deep healing to kind of get over either the feeling of not being able to do it or let down or disappointment, but put your energy into your music. Help, All right. Thanks for calling you. in. Huh? You're so Thank welcome. you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so we've got, uh, let's see. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello, you're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Six two six. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, I can. Amanda Hi. from California. How are you? Amanda, I'm doing great. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited. You're amazing. Thank you so much for uh, all the information that you give us. Um, I emailed in a couple months ago, and things have changed for me. I got late. I uh, let go. Uh, thankfully, I'm getting mm-hmm. unemployment, and I'm taking this opportunity to uh, follow my heart and my passion. And animals are my passion. I know mm-hmm. that I have to work with them. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how. I've been looking into mm-hmm. some online animal healing courses, but I'm Perfect. not sure if that's if that is what I meant to do. Like, is that something that is going to be prosperous for me? Should I follow that, or is there? Are you getting? Can you Here's get any the thing I can say with you with anybody. You know, I wouldn't worry about the prosperity. The prosperity is there if you're doing what you're really meant to do. I never really worried about the money. In fact, I talked was talking to one of my assistants today, and you know, she's kind of got my back and concerned. And I said, you know, I never advertise. I didn't, you know, um, if you're really on fire, you know, and fuego about the work that you're doing, the people will be there. And that's going to be more and more happening in the, you know, as we're moving in this new paradigm based on the Aquarian age. So I would say your passion is there and you're like, I know I meant to do this. That's where you start and let it unfold. See, the ego wants to figure everything out. So you're you're going to be on a little bit of a magical mystery tour. And then you're going to put together something guided by your higher self, guided by source energy. You're going to put together something that is unique to you and fulfilling for you. And it's also going to be a service. So, yes, I definitely feel start with those online courses, branch out. I do feel you're being very guided. Um, I feel that right now. I feel like list, whoever's listening today, whoever's in the chat, whoever's calling in, of course, Walter and Brendan that sent the, um, you know, email questions in. I'm just here to share with everyone and remind you of being so guided uh, to confirm. I really feel people right now, you just have to trust yourself and have faith that the messages that you're getting are accurate. And as a channel, that's what I'm really hearing the guides say right now, that right now, the, many of the people that are listening are getting the messages and you're on track. You're just needing confirmation, but you're so con- connected, you're in tune. You just have to follow through and follow up. All right, Amanda. Thank you so much, person, Michelle. Okay? Okay, you're welcome. Oh, my God, I can feel it, you know, like I talk about when I do the readings on my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I can feel that energy right now coming through me where I can feel hundreds of thousands, multiple thousands of people, what they're going through right now. And many of what I feel is like 80%, maybe higher are getting messages. You're getting clear messages of what to do or what you need to do, and you just need to follow it or call in a show and get a confirmation. Talk to a friend that's, you know, more connected to their higher self and following their own 
true, authentic inner voice. Um, because I really feel, and that's, I feel, what, what these numbers were about, the 1010. I've been seeing 1010 for the last three, three years, two years, two years, I think. Um, and that's a very powerful time. So I really feel it's right now for many of you, it's about connecting into that soul source of power, that force that, that of, of nature and creation that's in everything and everyone. Okay, let us get to the next caller. Hello and welcome to Awakening. You're on air. You're live Hello? on air. Hello, Hello, you're on air. Yeah, hi. Is this Michelle McFay? Yes, it is. Hello? Who is this? Oh, Hello? Athena? Athena? Hi, Athena. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, I've been trying to get in touch with you. Um, I'm so excited to be on the phone with you. Um, oh, I, Everything that you have been talking about, this is my very first time on, even on, I've, I've been watching your podcast for the most part, or listening to your podcast, and this is my first time. I was trying to find you, and now I'm on the phone. Oh, my goodness. So oh, I, I love um, it, Athena. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be on the phone with you. So I, um, I'm a scientist by training. Um and I love what I do. I do breast cancer research, and but I've been pulled nice. towards spirituality more. Um, mm-hmm. Doing, I'm going to be going through uh, Reiki training, and I just, I guess, I just want to see like what is the right path for me to go into. I, I feel just on this really spiritual journey, and just want to see that if uh, what angels uh, surround me, um, my ancestors. Okay, let's look. Well, I hear very strongly, just follow the path. You know, on the path, we get breadcrumbs. And those people that are whatever in the United States or Europe or, you know, Western world, you know of the, the Hansel and Gretel with the little breadcrumbs, right, that, that fairy mm-hmm. tale. We get just as much as we can digest and we can handle, and then we get more. So we get one or one piece or two or three pieces, then we start putting it together. So if you're truly on a conscious path, a, a, you know, spiritual, soul-fueled, spirit-led path, you're only going to get bits. Now, at some point, you'll get a vision. You'll get a dream, a vision. You'll get, like, you know, some goals and a trajectory. But especially in the beginning, we're just, and even when you get a vision, the way that it manifests can happen differently, you know? Mm-hmm. This is why we have to not be so locked in. So I definitely feel that you are um, on the right track, on the right path. I feel at some point you're probably going to be blending the two. I feel like you could be doing more of the healing work and yeah. then, you know, perhaps do, using that in your, um, in your work or maybe researching um, it, you know. Yeah. But I definitely feel that you are on the right track and not to overthink it. Enjoy. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's I can oh, be my worst enemy. Yes. Yeah. I, Don't overthink I, I, it. Don't overthink it. Okay. okay. I, I keep hearing Uriel, Archangel Uriel, which is the the divine presence. Um, okay. It's, uh, you know, I heard Ariel too. Let's see. Ariel and Uriel have a lot to do with destiny, I believe. Um they both have to do with the heart chakra also. Mm-hmm. 
But it also has to do a lot with your destiny, finding your destiny or opening into your destiny. Okay. Okay, and and bringing your wisdom through. So it's a lot about that that power and presence, that force, and being guided, but also connecting to your own inner knowing, your own inner wisdom. Okay. it's like the herm. It's like lighting the lamp that you're on the you're on the right path. You're you're on the right direction. You know, and you can further research. I, I'm hearing Ariel, A R I E L, but I'm also hearing Uriel also. Okay. All right, okay. Judy. Thanks for calling in. Welcome Thank to the program, you. Athena. You're Thank so you welcome. so much. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, we've got another caller on the line. Welcome to the program. You're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Hey, Michelle. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. To whom am I speaking with? This is Diane, and I have a question Hi. for you. Um, so career-wise, what kind of vibes are you getting from me? Any guidance? Well, what do you want to know career-wise? Because this is like, I got, these are mini reads. Yeah. So let's be involved. What do you so, want to know? I, I guess if, if there's a change uh, anywhere, I feel like I'm okay. blocked. Okay, now this is very good. Yes, you are going to have some change, but you're going to have more idea of what it is in December, end of November, December, the time of Sag, Sagittarius. You're coming under what many people, and I'm just coming out of it, um, are going through this redirection of energy more on a soul level where you're being, you feel stuck or blocked. You're being held back. So you don't get, so you don't make decisions from the ego level. Okay. Or, or so you don't make decisions based on what you were going to do or what you thought you should do or needed to do. Okay. So what you need to do is just go deeper into your spiritual practice, do one day at a time, you know, read, go in nature, but you're going to be held back a little bit because I don't feel yet you're seeing clearly and the clarity of the new direction has not come in yet. The other thing I feel with you, there's some things to wrap up with people, family. There's some stuff you need to wrap up. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, so focus on that. Focus on the wrapping up, okay? My blog post, um, by the way, of for. September because this is going to be what's called uh, wrap it up and whip it up. So we're whipping up new creations, but we have to complete. We have to wrap up. And so September is going to be a lot about wrapping up. You're falling into that for sure, um, Diane, where you have to finish the family stuff, okay? Focus on that. You're being led. You're being guided. You're going to have much more clarity, you know, November, December into the close of the year. All right, sweetie. Hope that helps. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Yeah, people listening, um, get my blog. Subscribe to my blog, soulplayground.life. I also do a weekly Soul Insights where I tune into the energy, so you can also do that. Um, If you want, though, you can go to soulplayground.life and there's, I think there's a pop-up that comes up, and you can put your email and get confirmed, and then, you know, you'll be on the list. You'll keep up with the, the energetic frequency changes that I um, tune in and channel. Um, so let's get to another call. And here I want to share something because I had, you know, Yoshi's been my little fur baby, Pekingese, 
little Yoshi love bug, had been sick, and I was thinking, oh, I want to take some time off and go to Ojai and stay in this resort and have a spa day. And Yoshi loves road trips. We haven't taken one, um, I think, since last year. Well, we've taken some little ones. That's not true. We've taken some little ones, but I wanted to do, um, you know, one in my car and the top down and all that. And we ended up coming to stay with a friend of mine, and then she got me a whole – she had gotten a gift certificate for a spa treatment or spa day at the Four Seasons. And then I realized I had gone, you know, through these back roads um, – up around Malibu, and I'm like, oh, my God, here is the road trip and going to the spa, going to the, stay in the hotel and go to do the spa, there it is. It was gifted to me, right? And there's the road trip, just enough for Yoshi. So I don't know yet how she could handle, you know, more than an hour. So that's what I'm sharing with all of you. It's be open because your vision may not take the exact form that you envisioned or you cooked up in your mind that you imagined or dreamt up or you wrote out, but the elements of it will be there. And to appreciate the elements of it, to connect to the elements of it, harnesses, strengthens, and reinforces that manifester, co-creator energy. Remember, we're co-creating with the divine aspect of us. Let us see what's happening now. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hey, Michelle, it's Christine. Hey, Christine. Hello. Welcome. Hi. How's it going? Hi. I'm doing um, great. What's your, what's your question? So, um, well, it was actually a little bit similar to when you were talking about the numbers, but um, I, I feel like I'm definitely feeling how what, everything that you're saying right now. Um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing the 444 a lot, and I have been going okay. through a lot. Like, few weeks have been very, very difficult, and I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, I think that I'm trying to process so much all the time and trying to figure out why things are happening, but just mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, it's like you you can't always just try and figure things out. You just kind of have to go with it. So I just exactly. lost my job yesterday, and, mm-hmm. um, and, on top, and that's like on top of like a lot of little things with my finances, and it was just like kind of like the straw that kind of breaks the camel's back thing. And so I guess I'm just wondering like, is there anything else that I should be doing, redirecting my energy towards something else? Or, cause Not yet. Out of the See, that's, and I get it. Because as a manifester, you, you want to take charge and right. make things exactly. happen. But the thing to do right yeah. now is just be guided. And do what's in, what's in front of you. Do the least that you can do so you don't get in your own way. And then follow the next opening. Follow the next redirection of energy. Follow through. So for... So many of us right now that are listening, all of you that are, it's follow up, follow through, follow up, follow through. It's really being more receptive, being more magnetic and waiting for the opportune time, which is divine timing, right? Which is synchronistic time. Yeah. Divine right timing. Is the same. And then to do the action, that, it, that it's right action. It becomes right action. So I feel you're, um, and the other thing that this kind of transition is doing for everyone is less relying on only what we can see, you know, because it's about the spiritual aspect of our being, our spiritual nature. And by the way, we've had 
Neptune's been in Pisces and it's been retrograde. Um, there's been another aspect I can't remember because it, it, there was a uh, grand uh, water trine that's been forcing people to focus more on spirit or spirituality. It's been hard to get, yeah. you know, 3D stuff done. People were moving, were living more, not just 4D, because 3D and 4D are about the same, but more into 5D and, and above. So it's harder to. But if you follow where you're being led and guided, you won't, you can't go wrong. Okay. All right, sweetie. Um, All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, great to call you. You're so welcome. Bye. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on with Michelle Mache. Welcome to the program. Hello. 951. Okay. Well, maybe you're just holding to listen. Hello. Yes. Now it's going out. Hello, hello. Hey, it's Nathaniel again here. Oh, Nathaniel. Okay. You were on <laughs> music. Music to my ears. <laughs> All right. Let's see. We've got. Let's see. Okay. Let's get one more caller in, and we've got our guest. Uh, if you, hello, and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hi. 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 This is Paul from Toronto. Hi, Paul. Uh. My question is, uh, I'm into spirituality, and that's uh, been misidentified as a mental illness by my psychiatrist. Uh, I'm going to see a new psychiatrist who I believe is a light worker, and that's rare to find. But I found it. Uh, so I'm just wondering if this uh, new psychiatrist is actually, in fact, a light worker. And his name is Dr. Sadiq Hassan. And uh, I'm wondering if he's actually a light worker. So I'm going to ask the best perspective you to take with this new doctor for the best growth. Okay, well, definitely show to go forward. I do feel like they're going to help you perhaps with organizing. Maybe it's organizing your thoughts or your ideas, bringing more balance in. But it does show that you're on the right track or right path by connecting with this doctor. All right, okay, Paul? so will 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 he, he taper me off? Will he taper me off? I yes, I do feel so, but perhaps not right away. But I do once there's okay. more balance, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for something with the, uh, balance is what I'm getting with you. Okay, organized oh, okay. thoughts and balance. So okay. when you work with him in regards to that, I do feel you'll be able to taper off. Perhaps you're even taking other supplements. Um, I know there's. Uh, supplements that help um, also. Okay, so it, okay. I feel your regime or what you're doing will be cha- will be changing, okay? More to your okay. liking is what I'm hearing. All right, Paul. Okay. Great okay, to talk thank to you. you. Mm-hmm. Much peace. All right, it's time for our guest, the second half of our program. We have our awakening dialogue. Um, if you didn't get a reading or you had a question or a comment, and we didn't get to you because we have a lot in the queue. Um, next week, we're here at Wednesday, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time, okay? So today we have with us Aura Nadrich, uh, founder and president of the Institute of Transformational Thinking and the author of Live True, a Mindfulness Guide 
to authenticity. Wow, how appropriate for today's show. Hello, Aura. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I love it. And it's so, um, I just love this. I get tickled when this happens. Um, when the guests, it's, it's so aligned to what we've been discussing and what callers, uh, Tammy in the chat saying welcome. Everyone in the chat is welcome you as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, all right, let's um, dive in here a bit. I want to, I definitely, for some reason, I'm really getting, I want to know a little bit about your background, what you were doing before the work service, connecting with your, to your purpose in this way, and how you got on this path, and how did you recognize that it was the right path for you? Hmm. Good question. I, I'll try and give you a, a pretty condensed version of that, because that could take the whole show. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I've always... I've always been a seeker. I was very much a contemplative child. I was writing, you know, basically, I think, existential poetry when I was like 10. So I think I've always been a deep thinker, even though I didn't recognize it as such when I was a young girl. But I was fascinated by life, do you know, and very curious and had a very much of a a very inquisitive uh, sort of personality. I wanted to know. And I would lay on the grass for hours and just look up at the sky and watch the clouds move about. So that's really how I came in, if you will. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, we are these spirits that come in, and we each have a unique spirit. And that's a lot of what Live True is about, about the authentic self, my book, Live True. So fast forward two years later, um, when I was not quite 15, my older sister, I have one of two or had one of two, uh, she had a very severe mental breakdown. And it really just turned my world upside down. I was devastated. It was quite tragic and devastating, certainly for her and for the family. And this took me even to a deeper sense of what is life about. So, you know, I really sat with it. Um, what happened, though, when this happened to her is I went into a deep fear state. And when we mm-hmm. go into fear, we go into fight or flight, as you know. Mm-hmm. And the thought that came to the foreground of my psyche was, oh, my God, what happened to her is going to happen to me. And I buried that thought, I buried it deep into my subconscious, and what happened was, Michelle, that what I say in my first book says who, thoughts that go unattended or not healed, they Mm -hmm. can turn into side effects or symptoms in the body in the mind, in the mm-hmm. body, in the spirit. And that's what happened to me. I started getting deep anxiety. Fast forward beyond that, I became an actress. Um, my career really took off very fast. But my psyche was still very um, wounded by what happened to my sister. And the anxiety was really rearing its head. So I knew I needed help. And then I went in, on to a very deep psycho-spiritual journey. I studied all sorts of psycho-spiritual modalities. I went into deep Jungian analysis, and that was really the the thing that got me Mm. closest to what was really, yeah, that was it. That was the thing. And I was divinely Mm -hmm. guided to Jungian analysis. And once that happened, I was able to, you know, meet the shadow. And the shadow is the dark aspects you may not be aware of, and you need to Mm -hmm. shine a light on that 
And that's really what jump-started everything as far as what I'm doing today. That took me on a whole other trajectory and wrote books, became a life coach, became a mindfulness teacher, and here I am today. Wow, I love it. And, you know, thank you for sharing that also about your sister. Because And we had a caller, I don't know if you heard, that was a changing psychiatrist to get on different meds. Yes. So, I you know, did. I feel like that whole, yeah, and that whole um, idea of, um, you know, breakdown or mental illness or disturbance or conditions or psychiatric conditions or what, and spirituality and how do we move through that and, and you speaking of going through something like that with your family and your sister because of it happening to her and how it got you into a new path. You know, I think things like these happen, situations like this happen, whether it's for us or those around us, it is a redirection of energy. Somehow we to do something with the, yeah. right with those experiences. Definitely. Um, now, you also found the, the Institute of Transformational Thinking. And um, I love the title, by the way. Um, Thank you. The name of the institute. Oh, can you touch on that? What, uh, how you came to that, and also, what does this, you know, entail? This institute oh, entail. What I is the formed, focus? I formed the institute, the IFTT, the Institute for Transformational Thinking, last year because my work really is about tr- transformational thinking. My two books are about transformational thinking. The, the really the thrust of my work is all about transformation. And the thing that really gets people very locked into old patterns and being stuck, if you will, and not moving forward is the thoughts that they tell themselves and the thoughts that they believe are true. So I tied in my own experiences I just shared with you that a thought was born in my mind out of fear, but it wasn't real. And what happened to my sister, as I said, caused me tremendous fear. I went into a fear state, and, you know, we go into, like, our survival is threatened, and oftentimes we tell ourselves things, especially when we're in in fear or we're vulnerable. So I lived for many years suffering because of a thought that wasn't true. And when I became a life coach and I wrote my first book, Says Who?, which is a method I created for transforming negative and fear-based thoughts, I realized that... Again, really where people get most stuck is by latching on to thoughts or believing thoughts that you need to do a deep dive into an investigation to find out if they're real or not. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, the the Institute really was this sort of overview of many things that come from that. And I wanted my work to touch upon many pillars of human existence that deals with how do we keep our thoughts and ourselves in in process of transformation. So that means that the work that I do with my books, I've gone into the area of education, I've gone into the workplace, all my workshops and my public speakings are all really based on that. And again, really at the core, at the foundation of it is transformational thinking. That is the, That is where the change happens. Mhm. Yeah, it's interesting, and maybe you can touch on this because I know so many of the thoughts that we think aren't even ours. There's the movie that we saw the night before, the TV, something we heard, something from our past, or just something floating through in the ethers. But yet we do latch on 
a lot of times, and it's fascinating what you've not had that experience too, that sometimes we latch onto something that's not even us or never is going to happen, but then we create messaging. And have you looked at that? What What do you make of that? I have very much, and I'm glad you brought that up because my first book, Says Who, really came about when I was a life coach and I was working with a client a very creative woman who came to me to talk about what I thought was going to be her idea for a new business. And mm-hmm. in the midst of my session with her, she said, you know, Aura, I, I have this thought that's really frightening me. And she looked very concerned. And she said, it's a thought that comes up very randomly, but it really frightens me. And all of a sudden the session kind of went in that direction, which is fine. You stay open to what comes up. And uh, I said to her, you know, do you want to tell me, you know, what it is? And we can spend the this, this session on that. And she looked like she was a little bit ashamed to tell me what this thought was, and it was a fear-based thought. So I had a reference point for that, having been through my own fear-based thought evolution. So she said to me, I'm afraid that I'm going to be homeless and penniless. And when I heard her say that, the, my go-to place was, wow, that's such an incongruous thought. Here's a creative woman. She seems mm-hmm. so ready to start this business. And she told me a thought that seems so opposite that. And so I feel that I was a complete open channel at that point because what came to my mind was, says who? Who said you're going to be homeless and painless? Which is the title of my first yeah. book. And 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 I. But here's where it ties into what you said. I got a very strong. So I said that to her. I said, you know, says who? I went on a limb. And when I asked her just that question, says who? It like short circuited the thought, because it turned into a question. She never questioned or challenged that thought before. But what also came to me, Michelle, is that I thought I have a really strong feeling that she has heard this before this is not her thought and I went out on a limb again and I said have you heard someone say that before has someone told you you're going to be homeless did someone ever tell you that and when I asked her that question she looked like a deer in headlights and she started to cry and something really happened for her just by my asking that question have you heard someone say that thought before? And she started to cry and she said, oh, wow, you know, I've never really never really connected this in this way. You're asking me questions that I've never asked myself. And she said, I grew up with my father who was a rageaholic and he was very unstable sometimes with work. And he would shout mm. at my mother and in the house, we're going to be homeless, we're going to live on the streets. Or, you know, her sister and her were going to have to live in the car. So that was a real big aha moment because I thought, wow, look at this woman. She has lived her life at the effect of a thought that she believes is true that originated with her father. Right. So that became the Sesu method. And my second question is, have I heard this thought before? Because a lot of our thoughts are not our own thoughts. They've come from somewhere else. And it's our job to find out if they're real or not. That's right. Well, that's good, and that brings in the mindfulness, that inquiry, where have I heard it or is it true? You know, it, I think 
and I agree with you, so many times people don't stop to check it. It just goes unchecked. And you, what you're saying is unchecked, it could manifest, you know, in a lot of different ways, you know, mentally, well, emotionally, yes. and also physically. Totally, because think about it. You know, everybody to varying degrees has an inner critic. And we, mm-hmm. I say in my first book, says who, we accept our negative thoughts readily. We don't challenge them. I mean, if somebody came up to us and said half of the things that we say to ourselves silently, we would defend ourselves. But to ourselves, we say terrible things. And some people are really, really abusive to themselves. And they just accept it. Like, you're an idiot. You're a loser. You're never going to meet your soulmate. You're never going to be a success. And what happens? You, you readily accept it. Like, oh, okay, I guess that's true. And what I propose is, no, you challenge those thoughts. You are the creator, as I say in Says Who, you are the creator and master of your internal dialogue, which creates your reality. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it is uh, those unchecked, repetitive, they get the groove, gets, you know, grooved in, <laughs> and that becomes the outpicturing um now, where does somebody start? Let's say they start kind of waking up and go, wow, I have this, you know, I've been saying this to myself and I've really created this reality. Um, you know, what's the shovel? How to get out of it? Well, the mindfulness part is mindfulness is having total awareness, you know, being in the present moment with total awareness, being aware of what you're telling yourself. And this is a lot of what my first book says who is about. I know we're talking about live true, but we're bringing up these things that really are specifically linked to my first book in that it's the understanding, it's the awareness, it's the acknowledging of that you're telling yourself something that's you know, pretty unkind or nasty or brutal. So mindful mm-hmm. awareness is saying, wow, I'm really, I'm kind of really down on myself. I'm, I'm saying some pretty mean things to myself. I say you need to acknowledge your thoughts, all of them, own them, not just the pretty ones. You need to mm. own what you're telling yourself. You need to own those darker shadow thoughts that you're telling yourself because you're not going to be able to shine a light on it unless you own it. And the says who first question says who, who is saying this thought in my mind? I am. That's a brave acknowledgement, a brave admittance to say, I am telling myself that. So both my books tie in mindfulness and that you have to be present and you have to basically be aware of what you're telling yourself. And that's when the change can happen. And I have a technique in Says Who called the release and replace technique. And that is very simple, but it starts to really get stronger the more you do it. And that is I ask people, the minute you tell yourself a negative thought, I want you to let that thought go and replace it with its positive counterpart. So if you're telling yourself, I'm a loser, you say, I'm not a loser. And even if you don't believe it, you're telling yourself that is those thoughts go into the subconscious. And our subconscious takes its orders from us. Mm-hmm. So you start to tell mm-hmm. yourself positive things about yourself. It becomes a solidified reality because you believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. 
So what you're saying, it gets embedded in the subconscious, and then that starts becoming the reality. So that, that's also the way to shift. It's the way to create the mess, kind of, but it's all the way to get out of it or uncreate it is by putting in new thoughts, it sounds like, new ideas that's right. new thoughts. You, something as simple as that, and even if you have people that are skeptical or they have resistance or they have a built-in no, I ask them simply, change out a thought. Try it. Just try it and tell me how it feels. If you mm-hmm. tell yourself something really horrible about yourself, it's not going to feel good in the body. It doesn't feel good oh, in the good temple. And the temple yeah. calls your body. But if you switch yeah. it out and tell yourself something positive, you're going to feel the difference. And if you start to commit to that and do that with consistency, you're going to start to see the change. And that is what I said earlier. That's transformational. Mm-hmm. And then does that, I would imagine, by not the resisting and the push-pull and trying to change and fix, just by putting in that positive, and, of course, the body is going to feel better, like you're saying, then does that become the stronger, I guess, identifier or message eventually? It does, does that- it does because thoughts, you know, first of all, the beauty of, of changing our thoughts is that when we feed ourselves positive thoughts, you know, we think between forty and 70,000 thoughts a day, and a, a good amount of them can be very negative, do you know? Mm-hmm. So I really try and help people recognize that they're the curator of their thoughts you know when you curate a museum of an artist you bring in the best of the work that's what you see on the walls you want to start to curate you want to start to pick and choose better thoughts that occupy your mind and then that ties into neuroscience you know the the study with neuroscience is that our brains are changeable they're moldable they're malleable you know, neuroplasticity means that our brain is constantly changing. And by changing our thoughts, we are creating new neural pathways, like roads on a highway. And so what happens is this becomes forming new healthy thinking habits. And then what eventually starts to happen is that your mind starts to go into, onto these new paths, and they're positive as opposed to negative. It's like you've carved and etched new ways in which to think. It's very powerful. It, I mean, it's extraordinary, mm. really, how powerful we are. That's so but true. you have to be willing to do the work. This isn't going to come flying through the window. Mm, right. And a little bit so of effort, to- I might, a little bit of effort, Michelle, I might add, really makes an effort. A little bit of effort really starts to... to create change you know and change is where we start to experience transformation because that's what change is true change is transformational and we start to feel ourselves living our lives differently it's very exciting it is exciting and what i love about this is that this is giving the the power or empowerment into the person that you know the individual that you can make this change you know, yes. you, it's not something necessarily outside you. Um, it's that all is such within. a that is a really. I'm so glad you brought that up because, <laughs> you know, people separate themselves from their thinking mind. It's like someone else is mm. in there thinking their thoughts for them, yeah. and 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 you know, kind of pulling them along like a dog on a leash. Mm-hmm. When you realize 
that you, when you start to take responsibility and you say, oh, I, I have a choice in the matter, I can actually change yeah. the way I think. And by my changing mm-hmm. my thoughts and doing something as simple as the release and replace technique, just doing that daily is really sending a message that I am in the driver's seat of my thinking mind. It's not thinking me. I'm thinking it. I'm the thinker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So I think I'm we really need to, st- you know, we we need to stop giving our power away to something called our mind, and we separate ourselves from our mind. Like, oh, it has so much power over me. Oh my God, it's taking me over. I feel like it's holding me hostage. It can yeah. feel that way. I'm not saying that it doesn't feel that way at times. Sometimes people mm-hmm. feel, oh my God, I I can't shut off my mind. It's driving me crazy. Well, start a little bit of these these techniques and these exercises, and you're going to start to see a difference. And you might feel a little bit more powerful, mm-hmm. less well, of also, a victim. To me, exact, or, but what you're saying, even if somebody's mind is overactive, you can still start replacing the overactive thoughts with positive ones. You know what I mean? Exactly. Work with that energy, right? My exactly. Will, yeah. Work with it. Work with the energy. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, and it's true. I mean, yes, like I said, we think thousands and thousands of thoughts a day, you know, and for some people they just can't, you know, quiet it down. But this is where mindfulness is also extremely helpful because mindfulness really helps us stop and helps Mm -hmm. us stop in the doing and helps us be more quiet in the being so that, you know, you can take a couple of minutes and, you know, as a meditation and mindfulness teacher, I also know that I work with people that don't take the time to get quiet. And some people don't yeah. even like being quiet. They like to mm-hmm. be running as fast as they can because they don't want to drop into the thinking mind. You don't need to mm-hmm. fear your mind so much. You know, go in there with a flashlight and look mm-hmm. around a little bit. And a lot of what you think is the boogeyman is really not. Mm. Now, if you would... Give us your definition and an experience of mindfulness. How someone, what is it, and how would someone use that technique or exercise or process of, of mindfulness or way of being or looking, however you want to term it? Well, I, I like to, to sort of jumpstart the process first thing in the morning, and I think that okay. it's a really great place to start. Not everybody can do it, but try and pick it up at another point in your day. And the reason why I encourage Mm -hmm. it in the morning is because we live in a time where most people are quick to just jump out of bed like a ball out of a cannon or Mm -hmm. so quick to pick up their phones and their devices or their computers. And I say, you know, the minute you open your eyes, just take a moment. Take a moment and Mm -hmm. really acknowledge that you're alive. You woke up, you're another day alive. You're breathing. You know, put your hands on your on your chest. Feel your your chest rising and falling with, with a breath. Or even take a deep breath in. Like feel your chest rising and feel it falling. And you're really connecting to self. You're connecting to you. You're connecting to your core. That is having an awareness of you being alive. You're breathing. And what does that do? It puts you in gratitude. You become mm-hmm. more thankful. You become more appreciative. Rather than waking up and going into automatic like life sucks, 
my life sucks, mm-hmm. oh, God, another horrible day. Look, millions of people wake up every morning and they're not very happy. I get it. But there's mm-hmm. ways in which we can help ourselves on this life journey. So if you just start with that, that's a mindful awareness of, A, again, I'm alive, I'm breathing, and I'm in gratitude mm-hmm. about that. That's mm-hmm. a great way to start your day. And it starts your day, it sounds like positive. It's very life-affirming. It is. And it also sounds, it doesn't take very long. I mean, it's a small little thing to put in your routine. Exactly. And that, you know, when you start to do that, and what I do in meditation, you know, oftentimes in meditation people are able to go into some quiet place within themselves, you know, with practice, because you're really making a date with yourself to sit you know that you've committed to meditating. You're trying to quiet those thoughts down. And oftentimes people really go into a very quiet, even blissful place. And what I say in the meditation, I say, remember this place that you're in right now because you can return to it at any time in the day. You know, it's like when things feel good, like like the breeze that comes through our window or when we're in an activity that causes us pleasure, or we're eating something that gives us pleasure to our senses. You know, we need to remember, we need to return to that sense memory, and then we can call upon it at another time in the day. But if you don't do this, and you kind of get swept up in the chaos, or swept up in the manic energy of chaoticness, if you will, you're going to constantly feel like, you can't catch up like you're constantly trying to catch up with yourself that's right you can't do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so these kinds of tips really help Mm -hmm. so one of the things because and we touched on this a little bit but this and i really see it in western i really see it more in the states actually than europe but this constant busyness you know Mm -hmm. and i love my devices i love being busy but what is that? And you talk about <laughs> the stopping the day's busyness and to allow for this interlude of present moment awareness, you call it. Why the busyness and how can people begin to break that habit of, like you say, right away get up in the morning, they're on their devices. Or the go, 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 well, go, go. There is, our, society, all, our society, right, gives us kudos. The busier you are, you look. That's right. It's, it's yeah. right. right. I, I agree with you, especially now with social media and, you know, everybody's on some kind of social media. And, you know, before you know it, you go down this rabbit hole and we're in the 21st century and the technology is upping its game every other. I mean, look, every other however week you're getting a notice for the new the new phone the new app you know we're we're in a heightened state we're in a heightened state of stimulation that's why mindfulness really allows you it gives you the opportunity to heighten your awareness about how at the effect you are of this overstimulation i'm very big on the balance it's not like i'm telling people hey get off your devices and don't go on them it's real we use them we wouldn't be having this interview if we weren't on them, do you know? Okay. So they're real, but you have to be—you have to be able to be the arbiter of knowing when to get off that thing, and strike a balance. You know, 
the pendulum can swing too far to the left, it can swing too far to the right, and we have to strike that balance. You think of the scales, you know, you want to find the balance. So it's very important to give yourself time, and it's hard. People are so hooked, even addicted to social media today. And the best thing you can do is try and get off of it. Take a pause. I know people sometimes that go off of it for an amount of time, and that's a really healthy discipline. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Or give yourself time in the day. Say, you know what? I'm going to be on this thing from such and such a time to such and such a time, and then I'm going to be off of it, and I'm going to go take a walk on the beach, or I'm going to go get a massage, or I'm going to take a bath, or I'm going to do something that's really nurturing and healing for me. Do you know? And it's not got mm-hmm. my adrenals blown out by being overstimulated all the time. So it's really incumbent upon us, Michelle. To do that, you know, again, we have to fight our tendencies to want to be on automatic, to always want to be, mm-hmm. you know, have instant gratification, to always be doing. We got to be willing and wanting to, again, strike that delicate balance. We need to make that mm-hmm. effort. So to me, it sounds like in, in what you were saying earlier with the, you know, with the thoughts, it falls back on us. It's inside us, inside job. It, it, by what you're saying, it's like, mm. you know, you make that commitment, um, which in a sense is committing to raise our consciousness. And I guess is it is the first thing, the commitment or really saying, I, I want to live differently. I want to live more conscious or, and then, and then start putting in some of these practices that you're talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. Because the want, the desire will create the action the behavior. You have to want it first and foremost. You know that thing like you can't force somebody to want something? They have to Mm -hmm. want it. If you really genuinely want something, you're going to do everything on your end to make it happen. So Mm. I think that first and foremost, you want to acknowledge, and then you're declaring that to not only yourself, but to the universe. You really are. You know, and I talk about that in Live True, you know, with, with the the chapter, you know, not not to give away the end of the book, but, you know, the I am declaring to the universe, I am this. Well, who are we? And we change, you know, we can change. Who you were yesterday is not who you are today. It might not be who you're going to be tomorrow. So mm-hmm. when we drop into that, really where we're, we're, we're making that declaration to ourselves, we're putting our attention on our intention, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle, you know, that's all yeah. energy. Oh, yeah. That's and that's just, one of my favorite just... things. I, when I used to teach metaphysical classes on manifest, I'm like, if you're, don't put your attention on your intention, it's not going to happen. You have to put right. your attention to it, which to exactly. me is tying into what you're saying about that want and desire. You have to make it a priority, which in a way is making yourself a priority. Um, one of the things I'd love for you to touch upon, uh, Aura, is that because a lot of times people say, well, why am I doing all of this? Or is it going to help my my relationships or my family? I know a lot of times people feel like they're in their own little bubble or fishbowl. And is this going to help me? You know, is, is me awakening or having more consciousness or living more like this? Does it really make a difference? I hear that a lot. What are your thoughts on that and experience? My thoughts around that is, first of all, is a definite yes. 
because okay. change is change is powerful, and when you change, things change around you. Do you know you become like a conduit? You know, again, going into mm-hmm. energy and energetics. Do you know and vibration and all of that great mm-hmm. stuff that really starts to raise the energy and it starts to raise the awareness, raise the vibration. So when we commit to ourselves, even when, if we're around people that are not at the same point we are on our journey, our evolution, our transformation, we are first and, for, first and foremost doing it for ourselves. You have to mm-hmm. be really committed to wanting to change for yourself. We know we can't change those around us, but by living by example, when people start to see the change in you, you, we've all seen that. We've looked at someone and thought, wow, you know, it's like it's palpable. Their vibration, Mm -hmm. do you know? It's like, and when you see someone that's gone through some kind of a change and you see it, it's really attractive, do you know? Mm -hmm. And so don't worry about whether others are going to change, where it should matter to you is what do you want for yourself? What is it that you want? Again, going into desire and want. And I talk about that. I even have a chapter in Live True on desire. Do you know? Mm. Know what it is you truly desire. It is very important because oftentimes we reach out for things that we think we want and then we're unsatisfied. It's like we're still hungry, and we don't know mm-hmm. what it is we're trying to satiate. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So if you really sit, you know, and I really encourage people to take time in their day to sit quietly. You know, have a, have a quiet conversation with yourself. Meditate on it. What do I want? What do I really, really want? Do you know? Mm-hmm. What, is my, what does my heart want? What does my soul want? Not just my appetite or my body or right. you know, my my hunger. What is it that's really yearning inside my heart and soul? So this becomes this change that you are wanting to go towards. You want to realize. So when you say, people sometimes ask, why am I even doing this? Why do you want to do it? Yeah. What is it that you want to realize? What is it that you want to manifest? Mm, I love that. And one of the things I want to touch upon, because it's in your title, Live True, A Mindfulness Guide to Authenticity. And I find that, I, I find it true, but I'm wondering, okay, there's a tie-in there between the mindfulness and the authenticity. How is, does the mindfulness help one connect to one's authenticity or authentic self more? Their direct correlation, I guess. Yes, and that's why I put the two of them together because I feel that they really are such a great union in that the more present we Mm -hmm. are, the more we show up in the moments of our lives and say, I'm here, I'm really here. You know, I'm really showing up for my life. I'm really showing up for the moments of my life. And who is it that I am being in this moment? Am I really being my true essence? Am I really being who I really am? Am I showing up at this moment to be what someone else wants me to be? Am I showing up in this moment to, you know, constantly people please? Am I showing up in this moment pretending to be something I'm not? The more aware we are of who we are in a moment, and that's the mindfulness part of it, I'm in this moment aware of who I am in it, and am I in it 
true to who I really am. And that's the beauty of mindfulness is that it really not only helps us be present, but it helps us know when we're not being authentic. You know, it helps us really start to define that more and more so that we bring ourselves to each moment as our most authentic self. And it really even indicates to us we start to get so sensitive to it, so finely tuned to that, that when we have an impulse to be inauthentic, we have a thought that comes up and says, you know, I'm not being really honest right now. I'm not being really true to who I am. And it it gives us these wonderful messages within. It's like I feel like it's, you know, like my barometer. That's how I look at it. It helps me not only be present, but it helps me be true to who I am in the moment of now. And again, with more practice, you start to see that you're really liking how you're showing up in a moment. And you're not giving into fear of not being true to who you are in the moment. And you start to really drop into the true essence of who you are more and more and more unapologetically. I love it. Aura, that's a perfect, we're out of time, and that's a perfect note uh, and concept to end on. I think that is so powerful to have that kind of contemplation, meditation, or mindful awareness. I think people just asking themselves that is this what I really want. I think it's so powerful. Uh, let us know how we can reach you. Um, I know your book, of course, Amazon, Live True, A Mindfulness Guide to Authenticity. And yes. uh, if people have questions, comments, or want to do some work with you or know what your happenings are workshop-wise, what's the best website for them to connect with you? com. My website really has everything, Michelle. It's just chock full of the work that I've done, the work that I'm doing, the work I'm going to be doing, you know, if you want to connect with me, there's information there as to how to do that. And that's really the best way. And if you want to order Live True, as you mentioned, Amazon is is a sure, fast way to order the book. Perfect. Well, thank you for this awakening dialogue. Really appreciate you you coming on the program. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Take care. Wow, what an awakening dialogue. Um, I learned a lot. I think that was great, um, and I'm sure you did too, listeners, as well. Uh, that was Aura Nadrich. Uh, you can find out more information by going to auranadrich.com, and that's O-R-A-N-A-D-R-I-C-H.com, and we were diving into her book, Live True, A Mindfulness Guide to Authenticity. Wow, some good stuff. Um, as always for me, all things awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, uh, email questions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, personal work or you want to know the happenings or get on the blog list or anything else, you can go to soulplayground.life. Otherwise, everything else is awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Always great to be here with all of you and as always and can Until next time, continue to shine your light, show your insight, and, of course, keep awake.
Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?